You were, you were on the city painting it red or painting it green or painting it purple? <laughs> painting it some kind of color. <laughs> Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey guys, hey guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. This is Stephen Smith as usual. I'm your host. I'm here joined with Jeffrey Phipps, content creator, content provider, content from the growing up. This is my guy. Like, I met this guy. Jeff, when did I meet you, man? Like, I met you when? Like, oh, yes, I was doing a documentary in Thank It on the Christina. Um, yes. In two, 2000. When it was? Eight? 2000. Yeah, 2008. 2008, 2009. I was in the for about eight months. Yeah. All right, so, Jeff, today we're going to be talking to Jeff about um, reparations. We're going to sneak a bunch of topics in that are related. I think we're going to end up talking about. Um, the colonizers um, and some of the people, Thomas Warner, how we feel about those people um, and a bunch of other things. Jeff, again, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me and um, I want to say what's up to all the listeners out there. I was yeah. about to say viewers, but I just remember we're not on camera. No, we're not on camera. <laughs> we just, we're on, we're on, we're just, we're just audio. So what we're going to do, we're going to go through a quick Fact or fiction, as usual, in the show, we're going to give you five statements and we're going to ask if they're true or false. All right, so let's just head right into it. So number one, approximately 20% of all children in Africa... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Suppose I get all wrong. Well, bye. You just won't mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Let's go. All right, number one. All of these are based on Africa, by the way. Um, they're... Af they're Questions that have to do with Africa have some semblance of Africa in them, right? So number one, approximately 20% of all children in Africa, age 5 to 17, are involved in child labor. Approximately 20% of all children in Africa, age 5 to 17, are involved in child labor. True or false? 20%? 20%. True. It's absolutely 100% true. So see, you ain't all wrong. <laughs> okay. Number two. Yeah, but it's true. It is true. Yeah. And the thing is, in, oh it's a global God. estimate. It's ten point six percent of all children yeah, in the 10 world. Point, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. and approximately thirty percent of those children are from Africa. That is, that is sad. Number two. Facebook is not very popular in Africa. It has been reported in two thousand eighteen that there are less than ten million active users on the entire continent. Number two. Facebook is not very popular in Africa. It has been reported in 2018 that there are less than 10 million active users on the entire continent. True or false? That's false. It's absolutely false. Facebook has over 139 million yeah. active users in Africa, 98% of yeah, whom are connected um, via mobile. It's, it's so big. It's so big. That's why Zuckerberg actually goes to Africa regularly. Yes. Now, the... the, 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 the um, the head of um, Twitter is actually moving to where? Nigeria, I think. Whoa, really? Yeah. Know that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But yeah, there's a lot of people there to, to, to market to, so yeah. let's just go. Number three. So you're batting 100, man. You ain't doing too bad. 
Number three, <laughs> South Africans can legally attach flamethrowers to their cars to repel carjackers. South Africans can legally attach flamethrowers to their cars to repel carjackers. True or false? I don't know. That sounds false to me. I've never heard about that. But. It's actually 100% true. The invention oh, okay. came in response okay. to increasingly severe violent crime situation in South Africa, which in 1998 had already made the country, particularly Johannesburg, the per capita murder, assault, rape, and carjacking capital of the entire world. So, yeah. Flamethrowers, you say? Flamethrowers, yes. Flamethrowers are legal. Oh, okay. that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds ridiculous. It, but sounds, anyway. it sounds aggressive, but they were saying that the flamethrowers are not likely to kill assailants but would most likely blind them yeah uh you ever seen a flamethrower in action it's a gas it's a petroleum a petroleum yeah. um based you, flamethrower. yeah but 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 the individuals who are actually um using the flamethrower also are in in um what you call it they are might be potentially harmed by just the flamethrower itself. The thing is, the, how okay, when I did the research for this specific one, how it seems like mm -hmm. it's set up, it blasts away from the car. It, it's like it's under the, the flamethrower is underneath the, I don't know, the nozzle? The nozzles are underneath the car and they, they, they shoot out. They call it the blaster thing. Mm. They shoot out two Yeah, but implying, implying a flamethrower in a vehicle is what, what it is, an electric vehicle? Cause no, the these, are, these are gas port. This is from 1998. Exactly. So that in itself implying that device could also... And uh, you're dealing with a car here, and the car has flammable materials, including gas and diesel, depending on what they're driving. That just doesn't really make sense. But I guess they should not. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Number four. Nearly half the gold ever mined has come from one place, with water sand, South Africa. Nearly, uh, nearly half the gold ever mined has come from one place, with water sand, Af South Africa. True or false? All the gold we are in the international and market. All the, all the gold ever mined. Oh, false. That is true. That is true. Until true. 2000s, yes. Until 2006, South Africa was the largest, the world's largest gold producer. In 2007, increase in production from other countries have, and decline in production from South Africa meant that China became the largest producer. Although no country has approached the scale of South Africa's period of peak production. So, yeah. That's weird. Two-thirds of the world's Ghana production. Ghana itself probably has just as much gold and Ghana has been known for actually exporting gold, even from since the time of Mansa Musa. When Mansa Musa went from Ghana to to to, to Mecca, mm -hmm. he was dropping gold nuggets across everywhere and caused inflation. Even into things that, that caused inflation exactly. But remember remember that after Mansa Musa there was civil unrest. When he died there was civil unrest between um his children well, and it broke down I, it broke down. It that, broke down that, the empire completely over. I think the period of a hundred years. After that, right, they, they experienced the way, the way how the Europeans say civil and that is how they said it went. What? Yes, mm -hmm. it's probably false. That was internal strife, but I mean, hey, 
even to some extent, if you look back at the, that empire, it was actually fracturing because it was so old. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. But the thing is, again, right. right now there are people who produce way more gold than South Africa did. And China is at the top of the list. Indonesia is also mm-hmm. there. I think Africa okay. came in okay. like eight or something like that. But during the period when they were on well, top, they produced enough to really match everybody else. More than well, half. If, if, if Guyana get on stream, Guyana will kill all of <laughs> Go Guyana. <laughs> all right, last one. The best goal in the world. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Number five. Second to France alone, Africa has the most French-speaking people. Second to France alone, Africa has the most French-speaking people. True or false? True. It's false. And guess why? Wait, 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 wait. Second? <laughs> Second to Africa France alone. First. No. Second no, they to f- have the, the most. So the, so is it is basically saying Africa is the second most French speaking place in the entire world. They have the most the second most French speaking. No, they people. have no they are the first. Okay. Well that's true. They are the, the most okay. French speaking natives yeah, of right. any place is in Africa. There's yeah. a a whole there region speaking so in French. So we just scrapped that. And it was actually right. So I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well you no, get chill no, to no, fight. No, no, man, I'll take it from you. Yeah. You you I'll heard the question and you, you didn't understand. Yeah, 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 right, right. right. All right, <laughs> no problem, yeah, Jeff. Of, yeah, French, more, French, more French people, speaking people in Africa. Yeah, in Africa, indeed. All right, well, exactly. the, the thing is, I mean, Jeff, the, the reason I brought you on is because, I mean, the other day we had a little conversation about a video, which I will share on Instagram and um, and Facebook so the, the listeners and so could kind of tune into what we, we were talking about. But it was about reparations and um, there was a defense for the British government not 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 paying reparations to the colonies especially diaspora came from the lineage of africa um and one of the things that was said that i think was a little bit infuriating on my part but i don't know you could probably shed some more light on this um is that britain has contributed a lot to the colonies that it invaded um and that introduced colonialism to um where, where do you stand on this bro like what 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 is it that they made improvements enough that they don't have to pay reparations? Is it that the argument holds water? Or what? I mean, guide us through this. What, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, well, the argument that the guy makes is very shallow, I mm. think. Um, and it should be infuriating for most people. Now, <clears throat> I'm not a supporter of reparations from a f- financial um, standpoint. Mm-hmm. Reason being, um, to some extent, what he did point out was who you're going to pay. Um, most people here in the U.S., there's a big debate right now by people who, there's a small fringe of um, African-Americans who have abandoned, um, what you call it, uh, the pan-Africanist stance. Mm-hmm. They, they, they pretty much say F all that. Mm-hmm. We are now ADOS or FBA. ADOS is American Descendants of Slaves. Mm-hmm. And FBA is Foundational Black American. Mm. Um, I have a problem with that, but that's for a later discussion. So going back to what you originally said, mm-hmm. uh, what, what we were trying to, to line up here was 
his argument is very specious because the British government, first of all, don't want to have any kind of compensation, or don't want to pay any kind of compensation to anybody, any one of the colonies. Mm-hmm. Yes, to pay reparations to individuals is very, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's more shaky ground. It's difficult. Because let's say, yeah, it's very difficult because let's say your ancestors were field slaves and mine were house slaves mm. by enslaved people. Mm. How do you tabulate the compensation? Yours might only receive 100,000 and mine may receive 500,000. Mm-hmm. What I believe compensation should be, I mean, it's different to every other place European nations did have colonies, Brazil, South America, in America itself. In America itself, um, black Americans don't have a nation unto themselves. Mm -hmm. We in the Caribbean are more fortunate, uh, you guys in the Caribbean are more fortunate because the the islands are yours, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's theirs. So, <clears throat> to independence. One, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever read the book about how, um, from Walter Rodney, how Europe um, underdeveloped Africa, it's pretty much um, the same that they did in, in the Caribbean. They drained the Caribbean's wealth mm-hmm. through slave labor Which is and free. built Europe. If you've ever been to Europe and you look around places like Amsterdam, mm-hmm. everywhere that had major colonies, um, their cities were well to do. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you know what I mean. Indeed, indeed. Europe, Europe, in some sense, have been relatively poor. The, the countries that didn't have um, any sort of colonial power or strength, mm-hmm. those places like Poland and so forth, those places were backwater places. Yeah, yeah. Of course. A lot of those people ended up running to America. Of course, to so writing off the debt. Right, writing off the debt of all your colonies, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't know about citizenship because I still believe that every island should declare themselves a republic. I don't believe mm. the queen should be the head of any country because you're still co- colonial. Yes, that's even, the thing. Even, it, right, even laws on the books today. I'm still referencing still, the queen. <laughs> exactly. I, I, most, most of them, like, I mean, these politicians, have they ever looked back and say, let's go and look at the laws? Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe some people think that, that that is inconsequential and they're like, okay, well, we're here now, let's move on. But you still can reference those laws. If a judge wants to, he could say, well, Stephen commit, committed this infraction and so, mm. you know, you, you would get... um. 60 lashes with a cat on eyes. Mm-hmm. That's, still, That's on the still on the book. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But even so, with pardons you know? and so on, it's still, like, it's still called Her Majesty's Prison even here in St. Kitts. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Know? Her Majesty's Prison and, and, and individuals can still be... Pardoned? Um, <laughs> well, not pardoned, but there is, there is, a, there is a, um, a term they still use... Um, you you serve or uh, you go to jail and and the only how you, you, you yeah you're serving at her Majesty's pleasure Ridiculous. and the only how you can be released 
is if the queen decides to give you a pardon. That is so ridiculous. So you can spend 99 years in jail for some nonsense and the queen just takes it upon herself to say, well, this guy served 99 years in jail. It's time for him to come out. That is yeah, ridiculous. No. And the thing is, you know, I always um I always question even the legitimacy of our of our independence. And I question it not not from the practical reasons of the you know the functioning government system, but in terms of how much presence the Queen still has. I mean, in terms of a head of state, um the, the governor general is still very much it has to be approved by the Queen. Well, like, I, I don't understand right, that. Right, that right. Is, but that is really there's, there's a weird sort of pomp and ceremony. For it. Right? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that leaders have. I mean, most of the leaders in the Caribbean studied overseas. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They see, even if they studied in Europe, let's say England, yeah. they studied in Canada, North America, in America itself. Mm-hmm. You see how these societies are and they don't want that for their society you go out there and you you get this starter because there's a certain individual a certain politician i don't want to call Mm -hmm. his or her name and i mean i often would say that that politician is probably one of the most progressive of of our party in in in, in 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 the federation, mm-hmm. the way they speak, the way they carry themselves, and the things that that individual when they are on the campaign trail, you would hear them talk about. But then you visit that individual space in the virtual in the virtual space, and you see what they they talk about, and then you realize they're not really as progressive as you think they are. Mm. You know, they believe in that soccer colonial structure, the way they still defend the parliamentary system. And as a progressive individual, I think that they should be the one to champion for removing the the, Fed. Exactly, for that. And they don't. They don't. Most of them don't. They they, they love the pomp and ceremony. The judges wear, the the magistrates wearing wigs and dressing this ridiculous, ridiculous colonial garb. Which yeah, has no present. Like I don't even understand the functionality of this gap, because the thing is, mm-hmm. we live in the tropics. It's hot down exactly. here, ninety nine percent of the year. Like right. sweltering, exactly. and you're wearing this load of like it just doesn't make it doesn't make it. And the fact is that we cannot grow that kind of here. Mm-hmm. What does that here represent? But but subjugation to 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 us really like that we have to be like our quote-unquote previous masters in order to, to, to practice the law, to practice in, in that capacity. That is, like, I still think the brain drain is really from that come right all the way down. Right, We're still right. trying to be like something that we could never be instead of trying to engineer our own system. We're still borrowing highly from a previous system that wasn't working for us. Still ain't well, working well, for here's the question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the trade with Britain? What's the um, what's the numbers on on um, exportation importation to Britain? What do we export to Britain? I don't think we export nothing. We we it's used to nothing. We do export European, sugar. Yes, we used to with European. sugar. The, the 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 geese boat was the boat that brought 
most of the stuff from from England, uh-huh. and usually we take sugar back. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have sugar anymore, oh. and that's a that's a whole other topic because I am still I am still weary about the abandonment of sugar. But wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't it, wasn't it to do with um the EU changing their because we had a, a special trade arrangement with the EU um that they would buy yes, our yes, sugar yeah right for a higher but price we also had a we think it's also had a sweetheart deal with a confectionery company in the US mm-hmm. and I mean. Here, here, here is props to the the administration that that did all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the eighties, they were probably running the sugar industry um, with as much with less overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I realize that politicians don't even really talk about. And it so happened that. They had um what what's that machine they used to cut the cane? Uh, the, uh, the machete or the no 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 not the machete that uh, yeah um it's, I think it's like a sheer cropping machine or something yeah, like that like a cutter mm-hmm. the, the, uh, yeah I can't remember the actual name but I mean petitions <laughs> at, at a certain time didn't want to cut sugar cane and that's understandable but people were moving out into. Sugarcane right, is one of the most other. difficult. <laughs> it is one of the right, most exactly, difficult exactly. crops to and, Right, and plus, psychologically, there was a sort of trauma attached to of cutting sugarcane. Of course, of right? Mm-hmm. right, unspeakable, you know, but most people, that's all they knew, so they cut sugarcane. But then after Which we started... Which is the reason for the Guyanese, right? So, is that right, a, the yeah. Guyanese and um, who else? Yeah, mainly the guy. Because I, 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 I think they had brought in some St. Vincent's or St. Lucian's at one point. At one point. Mm. But mainly Guyanese. Guyanese, yeah. You know, they paid them in their two hands. That was cool. <laughs> um, they didn't have to break their back on on, um, on payments. Mm-hmm. And I guess when the administration changed in, what, 95? Mm-hmm. The, that administration terminated the contract. With the Guyanese? Um, no, with the confectionery company. Oh, they did? I think they were based there. I don't really want to call names per se, but mm-hmm. that, that they, they terminated the, 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 the contract. Mm-hmm. And the government at that time um, campaigned on this sort of bringing back sugar. It's something like what we have here in the United States where the um the president Donald Trump mm-hmm. went out and campaigned on this sort of nationalistic thing where yeah. you know we're gonna bring back industry to America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, most of the voters are not educated enough to to not realize well the reason why industries moved away is because of, you know, certain things like um cost, labor costs of and course, whatnot. Of course. Of right. Course. So and the government the government at that time went out and spent millions of dollars brought in a whole bunch of equipment. They even took up a whole train and sent it to to Europe and then named it after uh, a prominent um, party affiliate. Mm-hmm. And in no time, I think when the industry closed in 2004, 
Yeah, I think it was around that time, yeah. Right. Yeah, 2004. And they couldn't sustain it. The sweetheart deal that the previous administration, before the one that closed Sugar administration, mm. um, that was gone. They, they, that was keeping up um, the, the, that part of the economy mm-hmm. to some extent. That's why double salary was, was warranted because they got a bonus from the confectionery company mm-hmm. every year. Right? And so that is why. And then so after the government changed, they figured they could continue that because that's the way to keep your voter base or whatnot by paying double salary. I mm-hmm. even think the double salary thing is a bit ridiculous, but it, it works. Why? The thing is, you I, know? this is sort of a tangent. We're going to get right back to what you were saying. But it's sort of a tangent. But when it comes to double salary, I, I think double salary is a way for the government to prop up local industry, private industry. That's what double salary to me is. Um, we have a uh, whole, yeah, but we have a whole VAT day situation now. We have two VAT days t- this year. Last year we had one, but today, this year we have two VAT days. And again, when you give double salary to people, it, it gives them a sort of boost of confidence, especially when it comes to purchases. And they go out and they purchase from these local these local businesses. And I do understand. I'm not criticizing it to say it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like mm-hmm. it's not. It might come over to be like, oh, we are giving you something great. Here's a gift to you. But I think a better gift to you would be to increase the, your salary, to raise your salary every year and then have, right. you have more money every, every year versus just giving yeah, you a double raising, salary. Raising, raising the salary to some extent may not be a practical move for the government. Of course, it's so, not. So, here's, so here's my, my mm. take on what they could do to boost um, spending and um, <clears throat> business confidence mm-hmm. is um, they need to, but maybe because uh, we're in a certain, I, I can't remember the word, but um, like, so we have this sort of affiliation with most Caribbean countries, the customs use a system called Asicuda. Mm. And with that, they have certain set tariffs across the board. I think those are agreed on. Uh-huh. I think what they need to do is to start from there because customs make some of the most money for the government it in the federation. Does so, so, so here's how you do that: food. Right, I don't know what the actual kgs. I know back then it used to be sixty-six pounds or thirty kgs would be allowed free. I don't know if it's changed. Um, it's changed. This year, this year there's an allowance. And I don't know if you're talking oh, about okay. the special allowance for the December month. For the December month, no, it's 400 pounds. No, 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 no. That's just December. I'm talking about all the way. Oh, all the way I'm, not, so, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure what, what it is. So, okay, right. So, so here's the thing. Food across the board, free. Clothing across the board, free. The only thing that should be... Um, Dutyable goods on, right? Mm-hmm. Electronics, vehicles, um, lumber, stuff like that, steel, and anything else. But food free. They need to reduce alcohol and tobacco. The duties on that. Again, I'm 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 quite certain that there's a agreement across the Caribbean that there are certain um, yeah, items. Tariffs, yeah, mm-hmm. items that are 
you know, straight across. But, but we operate off of the system that was um, instituted by uh, the, the former colonizers. Mm. And it's the same thing in the United States. One of the things that has to be taxed is alcohol and tobacco because that is what the, 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 the colonial powers made the money from. Yes. And they just trans- transferred that to us and we still operate the same way. Under those alcohol and tobacco, we don't, we got to pay this. You have to, it's a muck. So we do that and you would find, and you, 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 you create a, a bureau. I'm sure there's a, a consumer bureau at home, right? Mm, yes, so you, you, you have them, you know, just be dogged in their approach that businesses must reduce prices and goods because you know, you Rams could bring in containers for free for food. You understand? Uh-huh. Pretty much. You pay the port money on, you know, services that that you render from them to bring in your container. But customs is free. All your charge is a service charge. Mm-hmm. You carry up the service charge to about five or ten percent. But the goods are free. So customs still makes money from service charge. Port makes money from the services they'll provide to move the containers and so forth and house them. But food is free. Clothing items is free. And then you pay people every two weeks instead of every month. You turn over money in your society faster. And then food will be cheaper. And Why? then you could, the government find, find little ways to put. One of the things that I find petitions and divisions don't like to do mm-hmm. is to pay taxes. The, the only tax I think they pay is uh, social security, uh, social levy, social security, social levy. Mm-hmm. Taxes elsewhere might be on, let's say you bring in a vehicle and it's over a certain amount of years it's you pay on that. 65%. But they should find ways of putting taxes in there, and then at the end of the year, I think we had that sort of system a long time ago, and I guess after. The administration at that time came in in 1980. They ended that um, personal income tax or something like that. Yeah, there's I no could be wrong, but there's no yeah. The thing is, it's, it's funny because yeah. a lot of the things that you're saying they would have some serious repercussions. Yeah? Like for example, um, if you reduce, if you kill duties on on clothes, then the people that sell clothes as a business they're gonna go to business. You, you see what I'm saying? It's Why? Like, because there's no there's Why? no there's no reason. And they're, they're finding it difficult even now. There's no reason to buy clothes from businesses if you could bring in if you could bring the clothes in for free. You, you know, yeah, like, but I'm talking about I'm talking about um, businesses. When people bring in clothes for customs, they still have to pay a service charge. Okay, so you're saying that for businesses, so, you're so allowed you, to. So, yeah, right. So if you bring in, let's say I'm traveling and I bring in a whole bag. Uh, clothes and shoes, mm. then there must be some. I mean, again, to your listening audiences, this, these are just my opinion. So, mm. again, the, go- the, the government have, has to find a system where they say, okay, we'll charge, you know, 15, 20% as a service charge. You're still going to pay. So, people still may not, they'll do the same thing. They'll, well, I'm bringing this in for a friend, uh, you know, well, this ain't mine, it's a gift or whatever you still have to pay the service charge. So there's something you still have to pay. I think the government you likes... I, mean? I understand. I think the government likes that 
customs make such an amazing profit every year. I think they love it. I think it's something at the expense that of your people. Of course, at the, I because, mean, most, because most, most politicians that's what they do. The politicians in the Federation and everywhere else in the Caribbean, they they can change the system that puts the people first. They don't actually do that because here's the thing: most politicians prefer when constituents run to them. Of course. Right? That's the savior complex. Huh? So, right, right. Of course, because it also makes that politician relevant. Of course. And necessary. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's no teaching of do, do for self. If you want this, you, you run to the politician. I am you the want one to this, get to you fair. run to the politician. Mm-hmm. You know? It's true. So, and I remember that. I, I used to, when I was in high school, I used to, I used to, um, I used to play for the school team. I went to convent high school, and at the time, the coach was a coach in. I think in you're, you're from Allwood, right? Yeah, from Allwood. Yeah. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember this guy, uh, Mike Busset. He used to teach at common school, and he had a pizza pizzeria somewhere in think it. Not sure. But his know. thing was, uh-huh. out, uh, yeah, a white guy from Minnesota. He was a, a Peace Corps first, mm-hmm. and then he, he transitioned into teaching at common school. He was a resident of, 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 of the Federation for years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his thing was, we don't run and ask no politician for anything. We raise the funds by cutting awesome. grass, Hello. painting. Say it again? So community projects. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, one you you become more noticeable um, by doing these things. It's true, and people see your work ethic, and people see how genuine you are, and they're willing, they're it's more willing to support. Just, right, right, and it's just not walking around with a paper and telling people sponsor me, sponsor me, sponsor me. Right, mm-hmm. so we go to TDC and say, okay, you have a parking lot for us to paint. We'll paint that. You'll give us three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. We put that 300 aside, we go find out who's responsible for the square, we cut the grass in the square, we continuously maintain the upkeep of the, the square for $150 a week. This is a good right. idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was great. One, we had camaraderie because we all did that work together. Mm-hmm. It was really good. We had this sort of close-knit unit, even though we were getting blown out by other people. <laughs> Right, it's because y'all no, were using too much, too much energy to paint and and fix the, the place. No, 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 no. <laughs> Instead no, of no, practicing no, no. on the court, and the coach himself, the coach himself didn't let us play freely. We had to run plays. We had to. I mean, it was great. The, the actual foundation of learning basketball. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean, I think maybe too, I don't know about no, but you know, but guys were just beating us off a of raw talent. <laughs> Not that they were more talented than us. Well, the more, we the, are from the same. We're from the same country. Yes. We're from the same areas. Yeah, but they were more talented. It's just, it's, no, 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 they weren't more talented than us. You understand? For sure, not me. I know that. <laughs> and Yeah, that's the fifth sprayed boy. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, uh-huh. so, 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 but not to stray. So, when I left um, the school team, mm-hmm. I went to play with K-On. And I tried to inject that sort of spirit of, you know, work and ethic and, and camaraderie with the team. 
And the first thing these people say, who? Me not cut no grass. Done by the politician who was responsible for the constituency. Mm. Right? Uh-huh. And tell him just three hundred dollars. And that's it. And that's it. And so they, that's it. So you find to buy jersey shoes and not shoes, but to buy jerseys, um warm warm ups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The politician should just give us five hundred dollars and that's it. So we're not going out and raising the funds. We're not doing anything. We're not having no cookout, nothing. There's just no social the impact other right. than just asking somebody for some money. Right, exactly. That's what and so you find that the spirit of that, I don't know how they do it now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the same. But it's well, the same. Okay, it's, right. It's, so the, it's so, more or less the same. The only so thing is that politicians are responsible for breeding that sort of that sort of laziness. Yeah, and the culture. But the thing is, it's not just politicians and, anymore. What has happened is that there are certain um, individuals. There are certain individuals with, with with that kind of leverage as well. That sort of pull. We are, you go to like okay, the head of floor, the head of of Digicel, the um, this person in in TDC. Um, you would want this. And then companies get behind the same thing. They give you a certain amount of either money or they pay you in kind or whatever the case. But of course, that's where you see when you have like things like posters and events and things coming up and so on. There are a bunch of sponsors at the bottom because that's the sort of culture that we have. I, I've never heard what you're describing, Jeff. I've never heard that be the case. The most that we go and, and do is is probably like a, 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 a dinner, like a takeaway dinner or something. But in terms no, of... No, no, no. We, we, had, we had a serious unit. We were known like going throughout the island doing things. Just imagine if more sports teams were doing that. That would be amazing. Um, I, I don't know your listening audiences, uh, your audience, but I, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who I played with who are still there who can who can attest to that. We had a serious unit, so we would go all over the place. And you, you, you sometimes just felt left out of place when you ain't get to make it to... These things. You know, these things. Like, let's say when we're cutting the square, I would always look forward to that. Like, school finish, mm-hmm. you change your clothes, and we go and cut a certain section. And, you know, we're joking, talking, laughing, but we're also working and we're getting that done. You know what That's I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. But I, going back to you, you know, mm. I, I don't think I answered your question, the first question you asked. So, reparations. I, I'm, I'm sure I strayed big time from this. Of course, and, and it's, it's, know, it's tangent. Yeah, tangent. Yeah, right. It's okay. Right, right. Mm. So, the British government should um, wipe away the debt that the Federation owes. Um, they should totally remove themselves from any sort of... I mean, just be free to, to give the Federation the status of being a republic. And I think... Um, I, I don't know all the economic or uh, financial tabulation that, that's on the, the, the books. Mm-hmm. But there are things like that. Um, also... I think they should open themselves up more to scholarships. 
Of course. Um, but that's what to, I was about to ask to, you just to, now. To, right. Because so scholarships, it's not just... The, the university of the West Indies... Exactly. Are, 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 Making endowments. Exactly. Uh, yeah, certain endowments to go to... To, to certain to, uh, industries Cambridge, and certain things. College of London, Oxford. You know, the top exactly. universities. Exactly. In, in and that's what right? I'm saying. Like um, repar- reparations don't, and and this is where we kind of we kind of locked in. Like when as I feel like sometimes when we champ when we campaign for reparations, we're thinking about mm-hmm. dollar amounts or like give us literal physical money in my pocket, right? Like give me a hundred thousand dollars because you you whip me me ancestor into submission, and it's only by God's will or by the will of of the universe where I'm, where I survive to be an adult. But what I'm saying is, there are more things. But people in the Federation don't take that seriously. Eh? What do you mean, in terms of, of, of the whole... The, the, I, the, 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 I mean, I mean, I'm in sense, sometimes when I talk to certain people from the Federation, and they're just like, you know, like, it's, it's actually um, embedded as trauma, a lot of the things we do. Mm-hmm. You walk into the bank, you're dropping your voice, you see white people in, in, in the end. I'm not saying you should You're bowing be down. white yeah. people a certain way. You're Say supposed to treat everybody with the same exactly, level of respect. Ex- but we ex- don't. Same, we don't. Same level of respect. We don't. We don't. There is that, mm-hmm. that embedded Remnant. trauma that you see a lot of times when, when, when petitions of Afro-descent deal with Europeans, uh, Caucasians, Dark Americans, white folks. Indeed. They deal with them a certain way. It's true. And um, again, I'm not saying you must be rude you know, or disrespectful. Uh, uh, rude or disrespectful and whatnot. You know, but I mean, like, even look at the I saw a video when it was last year of uh, a white guy over one of those hotels and, you know, dealing with the police a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you, you, the person Mario. recording. Okay, the Marriott Hotel. Yeah. And uh, the person who was recording, literally telling the police, grab the man. Yeah. You know, grab the man. <laughs> I mean, like, like the officer like, didn't know what to do. It's like, it's like this. He was, he was frozen in time. Like, yeah, he was. Literally standing there like his eyes were wide open. Yep. You know, um, he didn't know how to execute you know his his uh, his obligations. It's true. He did his responsibilities. He didn't. But I I I bet you if he was dealing with a local, man, it wouldn't be an issue. It it would kick in automatically. Yes. Grab him, wrestle him to the ground, and subject whatever, him. Yeah. Grab him by his coffee pants and and take him across to the precinct. I mean, exactly. the police station. Exactly. But he he didn't know because again these things come from training. Mm. So so like here in the United States most people who are officers of the law they train a certain way and they use a lot of black people as the target yes they do mm-hmm. for, for, for apprehension incarceration etc dealing with difficult and so cops civilians cops, black and white don't matter mm-hmm. actually when they deal with black people it automatically kicks in like you know these are the people who who we were trained for. Yeah. Right? These, these are the problem. You, you, right, exactly. So it's the same thing. When the, the, the police, they're trained, they're more training with the locals in mind. Mm-hmm. So when you deal with a foreigner, 
and it could be also be even if the foreigner was 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 black. But a foreigner. He, you, you, yeah, but a foreigner, you just freeze. You know what I mean? You don't know how to execute your responsibility dealing with the other. You know what I mean? Especially then, when it comes to white folks. But you see, it permeates. It's not just. It's not just at that level, you know, Jeff. It's all the way up to the very top. Even when our the people who are in, I don't like to say in charge, but the servants, the public servants, the people, the mm -hmm. ministers of government and so on, they act completely different and they move completely different when in the presence of Caucasian, Europeans, Americans, everyone. Of course. Very different. Of I, I, course. I, you, 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 you have white people coming in and, and, and dealing with these politicians as if like, you know, like like talking down to them. Yes. And I've been in certain situations where I've, I've heard seen that. It. I'm like, I've you're seen in charge it. of a country. You yes. have a responsibility for people. And you can't come here and speak to us like that. No, you can't come there and speak to the, the, the leader elect like that. But I've seen exactly. it. Exactly. I've seen multiple, and, and I've had the, thank God, I've had the um the, the pleasure of being bearing witness to multiple I'm happy prime you're ministers. I'm saying this, you know, because again, your 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 listening audience they ain't only gonna cost me; they gonna cost you. But <laughs> well, no, 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 no you know, I, you're welcome. But what I'm saying is, like, I've I've had the pleasure of seeing both prime ministers in in my time. Well, I mean, I've seen. I, I wasn't old enough to 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 see the first one. But when I say see, as in work along with while they were in the presence of different people. And mm -hmm. I've seen the covering. I've seen both of them. Um, I, I'm calling him Denzel Douglas and uh, Prime Minister, previous Prime Minister Denzel Douglas and the current Prime Minister, um, Dr. Timothy Harris. I've seen both of them mm -hmm. in, in, in situations where they're in the presence of Caucasian people or in the presence of um, just foreigners. And the complete difference, body language, tone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in assertiveness, mm -hmm. everything gets cut. Everything gets cut. When, psychological trauma. And it's exactly. And but we're not. We're but you not can't tell them that. They're not, they're not going to believe it because we think somehow. We think people in federation think somehow because they're independent and, you know, um, you know they're charting their own part. That no, but you see a lot of it all the time. It's embedded in the psychology of, of 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 the citizens. Yeah. Deep and it, it even mean? it even goes to a, a sense of self reflection because. We right. see ourselves the same way that, 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 that they've, they've trained us to see, that they've been trained to see us. You understand what I'm saying? When we mm -hmm. see our fellow, like you go to a bank, you ask for a loan, and you have to go through rings and rings. A man come from Canada, nobody know who he be. But a loan is here. It's well, here. it did happen before too, because from my understanding, the, I, I think it's the former prime minister took a, a, an individual to one of the banks here and received what a half a million dollars or something like that, a half a billion, and Jesus. then the gentleman just disappeared. Is these things <laughs> that happen all the time? And 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 it's and this time. is for this was for the 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 White Gate project, I think. Oh boy! Um, over <laughs> over date bit. Over date. So yeah. I thought that was a that was a brilliant plan because. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my rant. We have a ridiculous type of um, hierarchy in, in, the, in, the, in the Federation where everything has to be situated in Basque. Yeah. Um, there's this weird type of hierarchy that I don't understand. Like country people is the bottom of the barrel. And, you know, in such a small place, I don't see where there's a division between country and town. 
Let me say tongue. I don't see. I don't understand it. I've never understood it from a, as a person from from the country mm-hmm. going to school in Barstow. You know, I've yeah. always said this. Like you know, like a long time ago, and I guess this was in my parents' time, and to some extent, my early years, where there wasn't really a lot of access to Barstow. You know, you didn't have a lot of buses running going to Barstow, so. Mm-hmm. You you would find that the accents were centralized. Mm. You know, Sandy Point sounded different, different to yeah. St. Paul's. St. Paul's sound different to, you know, like, let's say from Keys to Sadler. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound different. They, they probably sound, sounded alike because a lot of them went to school in Cairns. Yeah. But they're different but to they Abbasta and everything. Mm. Right, but they were different to Basti. Mm. When you get to Basti and you say something, there's this weird thinking that people from Boston speak proper English. <laughs> Boy, yeah, see him over there. Ah, he can't bare. And yes, but, but but that is that is not proper English. No, it's not. And you, 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 you exactly. So you, 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 you make fun of somebody who say, "Boy, you wanna see him over there? Yeah, well, make fun you of should that. be proud of that. You, that is something unique to you because that is the tongue that was passed down from your ancestors. I don't see the need to want to be like the, the queen because even in England, they don't speak properly. But that's the, uh, you know, the, the other day, me and my father had this conversation. Um, so, so, because I told him, British people speak worse than everybody else. It's very yeah, yeah. difficult to comprehend yeah. the British mm-hmm. accent. It's very, very difficult. I'm not saying for somebody outside of saying it's not going to be difficult to understand mm-hmm. somebody who comes from St. Well, Paul's or Sadders. That is just Sadders. by accent. Eh? Exactly. Accent, just by really. accent. They eat. They but, eat the words. But, but, but accent in itself is, is unique. Is the cause. It's, it's unique, but it's also the cause to break up the, 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 the language itself. Mm-hmm. Right? So you would find that um, every place Every society comes up with ways to make the language lazy, in a sense. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, here in the, in the States, a long time ago, people would say, well, I'm fitting to go over there. I'm right? I'm fitting to go over there. Mm. Now, pretty much, they just say, I'm fitting to go over there. Mm. Right? Pretty much not easy. It becomes an end. And every society does that. Language evolves over time. It does. So, British accent, I mean, like somebody from who speaks in Hackney, they move into a certain part of London and all of a sudden they realize that they sound different and so they start changing. I don't have a problem with accent. In mm. Africa, people speak tons of accents tons, yeah. just to get along because we don't understand the connection with accents in itself. Mm. Accent is like, is like the cousin to the language then. You know what I mean? Indeed. So people use it to navigate whatever. And yeah, but British, Britain, Britain, British people, they don't speak proper English. But you know, you said something that's, just that's now. Last, that's actually lost in itself. What is proper English? There's no such thing. Exactly. There's no such thing because each, each, and every, each and every colony, each and every country would have their own slangs that they introduce for their own purposes. It makes sense to them. Yeah. You understand? Right, it might right, consolidate. Right. As you was talking about, like you, you use the, the term "fitting," right? Like, and you, mm-hmm. you 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 basically bring the word down to its various various. So it it's just a bunch of tones, and people do this mm-hmm. for experience' sake. Like, 
we we would chastise when I was growing up. I remember people chastising like you know Saint Paul's people and so oh, I can't talk at all. But the thing is, if you think about it, if you grew up in Saint Paul's, you could communicate a ton load of information in a very short space of time. Like it's efficient. Like if you had to if you had to sit down and try to speak what they call the Queen's English, it would take you forever to 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 express yourself, and it might be void of emotion for you. Imagine you're trying to say, well, I went down. To, to school yesterday. There's, you're concentrating so yeah, much on the they, lexicon. Yeah, the Queen's English is really oh ye by their grace. Oh ye by their grace. By, of, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. It's void of emotion. There's no connection. But from the time I said, yeah, yeah the tongue, you know, like there's so much, there's so much nuance mm-hmm. in there, there's so much presence and it's all, it, it's fulfilling. You listen to it, you un- once you yeah, understand yeah. it, you communicate a lot of things in a very short space of time. Language is supposed yeah, to be efficient. I, uh, yeah. I think uh, the, 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 the accents of people from a certain part of the country is to be celebrated. It is wonderful. Actually. You know who brought me around to seeing this? I think it's Garfield, uh, Garfield Alexander. And I was talking to him mm, and, yeah. and he was talking about why, why don't we celebrate celebrate our uniqueness versus trying to fit in right, 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 right. with everybody. True, true. I mean, well, and don't get me wrong, I think petitions are extremely flexible, huh? Because if you if you go down to the taxi stand... what about Nivision? Nivision I'm, I'm a federalist, so I don't <laughs> think you should speak about think it and not speak. So I like to say the federation. The federation. you have to include... Yes. You have to include... Agreed. You have family from Nevis? I do, yes, I do. My, exactly. Yes, so, I, do. Exactly. I have a lot of family in Nevis, so, actually. Right, exactly. So why would you not in, include Nevis in that? Everything Indeed. is like, you see somebody out here with a flag, and the first thing they go, you from St. they can't say, oh, you from the Federation, or you from St. Kitts and Nevis? No, they just say, you from St. Because St. has taken this uh, preeminent role over Nevis. It's the same way poli- politics does the same thing. You know, based on the system that they set up, Nevis was always seen as the little sister, little brother to, to think it. So everything is is being run to think it, think it's govern the affairs of Nevis, which which it shouldn't be that way. It should be co-equal, mm-hmm. of course. And Nevis shouldn't have separate elections. If Nevis has separate elections, it should be think it. So, so you have smaller elections and then you have a federal election. And so a person from Nevis can actually run for... Um, for the, prime minister. The, for Prime Minister in the Federation of Thank you. And Nevis, Nevis election. It's yeah. ridiculous thing. So Nevis operating as a vassal state of, 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 of the Federation. Yeah, it's and weird. it shouldn't be that way. It's, it's yeah. very... But it's that, very... Was, that, was, that was done for political experience, of course, because Nevisians wanted their independence. Mm. And because under the Bracha administration, they were felt as if they were persecuted and, you know, things that exacerbated from 1970 when the Christina sank. And so you find that um, they they were championing for their, their separation. Secession. Secession. Yeah, for independence. And so in 1980, when the government changed, uh, I think it was changed because of a tie and Nevis was the... They decided. They, they, they want to break that time. Right, deciding factor, which is still today, and it shouldn't be. It's ridiculous. They have not changed that law. You know, again, political political expediency, politicians use it for their advantage. Mm-hmm. So, so 
it was written in the Constitution that Nevis can go at any time based on a certain amount of votes. And, um, but Nevis would be sort of autonomous, not sort of, but autonomous, but still under the Federation. You're either in or you're out. You understand? And I prefer Nevis to be in because, again, most people would disagree with me and they would say, oh, no, you know, are we want, are we independent? I think a lot of people prefer the federation together, but they just need to be equal. They don't mm. want to be a vassal state of Sankis and Nevis, of Sankis, actually. Would you, would you agree then that um, if Nevis, like if they were only, uh, let's not say that it's only, but that the, 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 the political parties would spread across both nations so if there's a labor party there's a labor party and there, there are people in nevis that represent right, right, the Labour party right the pam there's but, pam, the but unity that, that it, nothing is impossible but that will be a sort of impossible task because labor is seen as bracha mm. and that has its own connotations uh, uh, yeah very strong very very strong connotations in nevis and it leaves a bitter taste because they only see Labour as that. And well, I think the former Prime Minister, he probably, you know, he had his own fan base up there, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't think it was strong enough but, if you had that banner? Mm, that banner would. Yeah, but but then but then but then you well, what are the parties in there? CCM and NRP, NRP right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So CCM and NRP would have to also do the same thing. So in saying it's a new How many parties would that be now? We have four. Uh, four? Four, right. Well, right. actually, so we have five. Be... We have five. Because there's the People's okay, Labour Party. Okay, so that would be five parties running in a place where your population is struggling to hit, what, 50,000? It's struggling to hit 50,000, yeah. You know what I mean? So that in itself is... Is, is a lot it, of... They, 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 they never laid the groundwork for it because politics politicians don't care. During the election time, things they may say certain things, but they don't really care. You know what I mean? They really, really don't care. And, see, and, and I think too, what happens... That's a whole other topic. It's a whole other topic, but the, the one thing I'll say about it is that changing certain things reduces the effectiveness of certain strategies that have been working for them. You, you understand right. what I'm saying? So like right. expanding, right. Right. doing, and what we would call the right thing or doing what is what is right and just for the community would change the strategy fundamentally. I mean, if you had right. to have as much politics, then the, the, the parties would be bigger, you know, <laughs> the remuneration might be smaller in the grand scheme. But it's just, it would the just be... Are, the visions are very independent-minded people. And exactly. And it, it might not work for and, them. And, and, culturally. And, 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 if, and if you realize, too, uh, uh, the reason why is because the Visions were probably the first in the Caribbean to own land. Mm. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, the Visions, yeah, because remember, once Cotton died, the, the, the colonizers never really liked the island. We never had gold, we ain't had no silver, we had very little. Mm -hmm. It was hot. Bad. Um, you, you, you were outnumbered by Africans, enslaved people who were always looking to get away and to some extent to kill you. The first generation, mm. they wanted to kill them. You know what I mean? Nobody wanted to be in slavery. And so they, they just didn't like it. That is why most of them were absentee. And they left the overseers some 
poor white Irish dude who was looking for a job, they send him down there and he became rich and we see him as like this. But he didn't really come from a rich family. No, he didn't, no. Uh, right. He was and just so the, ghost that most, they, the ghost that they found that was right, willing. <laughs> right, exactly. And so most divisions ended up um, owning the land once they abandoned music. So divisions, to some extent, have always been richer than Kikishan. Mm. And the the bad taste, because remember, Nevis was colonized from Sankistina. The gentleman Anthony Hilton was given permission by by wicked Thomas Warner to go. You call him wicked? Yeah. Thomas Warner should not be celebrated in the Federation, especially in Sankit. Well, not really Nevis. Thomas, I believe in um, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Well, let me go back first to Thomas Warner. Thomas Warner is responsible for bringing enslaved, for bringing Africans and enslaving them in the Federation. That should never be celebrated. What good has he done to say he created the first town, all road, that's it? What good has he done? And we name a whole park after him. Yeah. We name a park after Tegraman. We have not even put up a statue by the, the, the thing of Bloody Point. And Bloody Point was also fabricated. They did not kill more than 40 Indians or native people. It was fabricated. Really? Nonsense. They, yeah. There was a... There was a... a what they call them? Um... Uh, priests from France mm-hmm. who um, came to Senkit. And he wrote about it when his first, soon as he landed in Senkit. Mm-hmm. What do you call him? Friars? Yeah, Friars. Um, yeah, friar. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, a friar who mm-hmm. came to Senkit. And soon as he landed, he saw, he saw Arawak, uh, ca- sorry, Cara- Caribs walking around. Kalinago people walking around. Well, if they had killed all the, the thing, as they say, in that bloody massacre and deported them to Dominica, Wait, then they still none walking? of them would have been around. They actually died out because of diseases. Some were transported, of course. You know what I mean? Of but they course. didn't trust the Indians because the Indians were free people. They weren't enslaved yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they knew the terrain much better than the, 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 the colonizers. The yeah. And so... And so they, they would in and out, and they, they, they probably wouldn't, wasn't around much for them to actually capture them. Mm. But they had a little skirmish, bloody point. Think about it. Logically, it makes no sense. The river can't run for days with blood. No, no, that's not, that's not um, possible. I always know, found um, that to be a that metaphor. River probably, that river probably did run um, for, for a bit when, whenever you had heavy rain. Of but course. The only the only rivers that used to run consistently um, in in the federation was probably Kayan, one in Molyneux, um, probably Wingfield, and what and, and one in Allwood. Yeah, that mm. that one. Those probably were the ones that ran consistently until they built up um, water collection. Um, yeah, which facility, drained and which drained the the the, the rivers, mm. but. I grew up when I was growing up. That river used to run consistently all the time, and then by the eighties when they capped it, you know something. You know something, Jeff. That is interesting. 
I don't think like when people talk about the colonizers and they talk about people coming here and um, and 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 they, they they usually profess that their military prowess was what overcame the indigenous tribes that were here, and I think that no. is a blasted lie. When they well, came, history is written by by who? the people who won, and, and of course, <laughs> exactly. of course, the pride the pride attached to the the fabrications mm-hmm. just continues to filter through and go straight. Like, and it, it just needs to stop. When people yeah. when they came here, when the colonizers because the colonizers them came from urban areas, there were certain pathogens in those areas that they had to grow immune. The immune system had to grow to bypass. If you're growing a lot of mm-hmm. pigs in a small area, they're going to pick up some pathogens. They're going to spread to humans. If right. you don't have an immune system capable of dealing with these things, like mm-hmm. you're going to die. So you, your body would adjust and adapt and so on. When they go down to a place that never seen a pig or a cow, because those are not indigenous species, that's, that's not where the people mm-hmm. eat right. here, you're going to introduce pathogens that these people have no defenses exactly. against. The Aztecs exactly. were the same. Exactly. When, when, when they went over mm-hmm. there and they talked about, oh, we only had like 150 people and we overtake a whole city. No, you didn't. What you did, you went yeah. in there with your pathogens. It started to spread, like the virus yeah. started to spread and kill off most of the people. And then you went in and did right. clean up. I think that's the same thing right. that happened with the Amerindians. You mentioned it and it's true. And I wanted to just, again, re-emphasize it. When history was written, it was written by the people who won. And the people who won are going to make yeah. themselves look like gods. They were not. Right, right, right. They were just sick, yeah. and they came. They spread the smallpox, and not just smallpox, yeah. but things like influenza, and and ca- mm-hmm. even the common cold, diarrhea. Like how does somebody deal with diarrhea who never seen diarrhea before? Like how did they deal mm-hmm. with that? Like, but I just can't stop shitting. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the 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 um the Kalinagos actually stayed away from the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Um. When Thomas Wan apparently landed there in what sixteen twenty three or something like that, he he probably didn't see uh, that much uh, exactly, and they probably because remember you're seeing these individuals for the first time. You're not just gonna run out as with a welcome party. Hey! No, 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 not at all. A caution. Just like how like anybody else, they they observe them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They observed them, they observed them. Again, they knew the terrain, so they probably hid here and just kept watching them. They probably watched them through the night because, of course, you had to create little bonfires to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see what you're doing and whatnot. And so the, 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 the Indians, our native people, the indigenous people, looked at them, observed them all the time. And then when they were ready, they they probably came out and, you know, made whatever gestures that, uh, and then that's how the interaction they probably see them starving too because again you can, just can't come and grow crops you need fresh water exactly. yes they probably ran it and they, they got that water source from the Wingfield River and you know exactly. they built up accordingly but you food, food of course the place wasn't it wasn't littered with fruits and whatnot, and they got just go and pick so the Indians, uh, the indigenous people, had to provide something. Mm-hmm. Maybe yams, cassava, whatever, tubers for them to... To eat and you know, sustain. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So these people helped them out. And then after they helped them out, there's some more people coming, encroaching on the land. Because remember, one left. 
once you discovered he left a small party there, went back to Europe, got his financing, you know what I mean? And came back. And right. And if we if we even go back to our original thing, that is another claim for Kitishans to make because um before the 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 Sankis could have gotten emancipation or the Caribbean actually emancipation in eighteen thirty four. The the, the 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 planters or plantation owners, they, they, they had to be compensated for loss of property. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Which means land and Slaves. and and um and and the enslaved people, the Africans, our ancestors. So here's the problem with that. Why now you, Stephen Smith, mm-hmm. should buy land in the Federation? You mm. should not think it have enough land to provide for every individual and still have room to grow crops, not overpopulate. Because we again we're struggling to meet how much how much people in 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 think it. Think it's about thirty five thousand. Exactly, mm. thirty five thousand. You understand? So you have enough land, and we don't realize this scope. We always tend to brand ourselves as this small island. I think it is bigger than Manhattan. Manhattan has two million? almost 10 million people. In Manhattan no, alone? Sorry, two mil- sorry, I think sorry, it's sorry, two million. Sorry. Manhattan has about two million. Mm-hmm. New York has about ten. struggling and eight, 10 million. Yeah, right. it's, it's so ridiculous. Manhattan <laughs> has about two million people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only 25 square miles. Yeah. You understand? And then you still have a big park in the center. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's room. Of there's course, room. Uh, uh, there's room. Of course, people build up. Yeah, they so, build up. Yeah, you know that that space. Is, uh, but even with that, petitions don't have to build up because we have enough room. Yeah, for you people. know what I mean. And it's just true. true. Just so so we should not be buying land. That's part of our repertory um, compensation. But, but we didn't thing. get that. <laughs> They turn around and sell us land. Uh, yes, it's pro- it, it probably might be at breakneck prices, but it's still, you should not pay. Because I can trace my roots going back to Brighton Estate and Green Hill Estate. That's where my family came from. Mm. After the plantation, as either emancipated or manumitted enslaved people, we should not be paying for land. It's a hard argument to present. It is. You know, it is difficult. Well, I spend my money for land, so yeah. So why should I be compensated? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a it's a difficult road to travel, but uh, yeah, I, I see yeah, the point yeah. because and they, they would say you want free stuff. Yes, they want. Yeah, you want yeah, free yeah, stuff. Yeah. You have again, an agenda. Again, we are not as patriotic as we claim, and we're not as should I say pan Africanist minded people understanding the relationship with the colonizers and our ancestors and realizing the reason why again these things are liberating to say well okay we went through this uh, our ancestors went through this you know what I mean there's no connection there's a sort of disconnect mm-hmm. you can't even tell a lot of people down there again I don't want to generalize that they come from this background we don't even have that connection. No, we, we need. Uh, if you realize Africa is now rising to a point where 
only Barbados and probably Jamaica has made a connection to places like Ghana. We have not realized the, 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 the rise. We run into Dubai to open embassy and we got with brothers and sisters on the continent who now making that rise. Natural resources. You want asphalt, you want them. You don't have to go to the colonizers to get that. You can get that from Africa. You could even train people in things to cut diamonds and get diamonds from places like South Africa and Namibia. And they don't have to. They'll be glad not to send it to Europe to cut. I mean, of course, the, dim the diamond and the gold should remain in the ground. But such is, such is the case. Train them to a, be that. There's a lot. It's true. And so you could send that to Senkit uh, and Nevis, and they now start cutting diamonds. You have, what, gemologists, mm -hmm. and you have those kind of people there. And then we get our bitumen or asphalt from certain places in Africa that has that. We can even, we can even go and eke out oil deals. Yeah. So you get your oil from there. You know what I mean? But even some of these Ivory things... Some of these exporter of chocolate. Yes. Right there. I mean, right now is that some very um they they buy man or buy the the how the 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 Ivory Coast, how the, the the economy is set up in that area is that they are being bamboozled for the cocoa. Like of what course. they're paying for it or what they're getting paid for it is ridiculous. It's just enough to keep them poor. Like it, and right. be, and because we're so dependent, as you said, on the, the previous, on the colonizers and the Europeans and so on, because we're so dependent on them, like mm. it's almost like we're not searching for the other options, like why we can. Yeah, we're have not. A, we, we, we bypass in Africa and go into China. Exactly, <laughs> we bypass in Africa, yeah, and but, but meanwhile, China is going to Africa for exploiting for, and exploiting Africa exactly. in itself. Using because, again, loans, we have. We have we have the skewed view of Africa as a disease-ridden continent. And that's furthest from the truth. It's not true. It's not true. It's furthest from the truth. You it's, understand? Was why haven't everything. we... Yeah, why haven't we made that connection? Barbados is realizing it. Again, I don't know if it's because of the size of the Federation, but we continuously keep thinking small. You could be a small nation, but wheel a big stick. America is in a volatile position right now. You could tell America certain things. You understand America doesn't have that sort of clout internationally like they used not to. Not like they used to, no. It's Britain, been... of course, you can tell them, go and fuck themselves now, immediately. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. They can't do you anything. What they're going to do? Invade your country? You yeah. could tell them that. Britain cannot do anything to the Federation to cause the Federation to suffer. Matter of fact, we have more rights to go and challenge them. The Lloyds of London, mm -hmm. they owe us money. Um, the Stuart family, they owe us money because they, they farm the Royal African Company with, with the wicked colonizer, Thomas Warner, to bring Africans to, 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 to think it. And Nevis, because again, the man, Anthony Hill, he went over. So they owe us money. They owe us money in many come, different ways. But how come this is and this is a question we should probably be asking. Why aren't why why isn't it that at some point crimes against humanity were not bad for any slave, any territory, of any course, anybody of who allowed this institution to persist? Right, but here's the thing. You could do that through the International Criminal Court, the Hague. Mm-hmm. 
you could do that. Even if you know you ain't going to reach anywhere, just challenge them. Just show them that, listen, this is what we're standing on. And we're not moving past it. We're not going. We're not going to slip. Exactly. Slip under the rug. You know, one thing is interesting too is like we, we were bought here. Our ancestors were bought here. And even in the emancipation, the, the, the so-called emancipation of slavery, I call it so-called because I don't see what the benefit to the slave really was. I see what the benefit to the slave master was, but I don't see. Because even after that was done, there was no option for the people here to go back to where they came from. Right, right. And there was but, also but, no, but no culture that would accept them. Because mm-hmm. after, you've, after you've been here, for 100 years, 150 years. After you've been here for so long, you've already interbred with your European masters. You've already... Basically, you have no collection of what has happened in your ancestry dating past a certain way. Because well, they, they, well they, of course, because the history books, them don't teach you about yourself. They don't. Remember, they teach you about I everything know, else. I don't know what the history books... I don't know what the history books... Um, say no. I, I, I when I was growing up, it was still that Christopher Columbus discovered no, no, the new right. world, which right, is been right. ridiculous. There was this little book called, you know, like think it's neither a green and a green and black book. I can't remember the full name. I have it somewhere here, and and that book is pretty much, you know, the precursor to to set up your mentors to think that uh, you know you. You You're really slave. don't deserve a place in... You're just a slave. You're a perpetual slave. You understand? Colonized by these people and you'll continuously be that. And they set the educational system based on what Britain decides and so you do exams every year based on their standard. Mm-hmm. F Test them. of standard. <laughs> F, yeah, F them and literally chart your own thing. I do not understand. Well, I don't know what it is. No, I don't know if they still do CXC and... They still do CXC. Still CSEC. Okay, right. Still everything. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's to show you the tie still to the colonizer. It's still there. And it's still strong. Yeah. It's still strong. We still... We still... And that's the thing. That's the hope. That's the hopeful message. We don't have to... We, we, we could change our educational system. We don't have to have an educational system that is born to the colony. We don't, have to, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to use the laws anymore. We could create our own laws. And I think oh. we should be creating actively, actively, even if it's retroactive. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, like you, know, you know, I just said this all the time. I put it on the status before where I, um, when I look at things like um, even using the word fuck, Mm-hmm. Again, those things are designed by Europeans to consistently subjugate African peoples, people of African descent. The Constitution in itself contradicts that because you have free speech. If the Constitution tells you you have free speech, mm. why could why you go to jail for? Why exactly? You're not even supposed to be chastised by a police, and people should challenge that because if you challenge it. And you draw the constitution into it. You set the precedence for those laws to be kicked out. And that is the thing. Civil disobedience is not a big thing in, in the Federation. It's only around politics. It's, not a, it's, like it's incumbent on you, young people, in the Federation to start challenging these things. Civil disobedience for them to remove it. Honestly, as a person who has a voice, that is what you guys need to start doing, to mm. challenge and people might say, well, because I didn't know. I was ignorant. 
now that I'm made aware, I can actually pass on these things to tell you this is what you need to do. Mm. Challenge it. Go and bust a bad word, a bust couple bad words. And then me not tap about say what I need to say and tell them what you need to say and let them lock you up and then you challenge it in court. You wouldn't do that because you know you're, you're prominent man in the <laughs> I just wonder what he, I just hear wondering what the hell this man saying to like you're trying yeah. to create anarchy in this place. No, 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 no. But anarchy is good. Anarchy is good to some extent. What's wrong with it? You know, you know, at one time there was a certain movement in saying it's because a lot of these people went to the States, they saw the movement of Marcus Garvey and Martin Luther King. And when they came back to think there was a strong sort of pan-Africanist movement. Yeah, there was. I think mm. that guy, what's his name, Juni Libert, he understood these things. Mm. But then when you remain in the Federation, you just become content and, okay, this is what it is. But they don't consistently agitate for change. No. You understand? Because if they do that, they do it for political experience. Exactly. For it's the betterment of everybody. But that's the, the you see, but that's the problem. You, you understand? When you start doing when you start pushing them kind of agendas you create a backlash that unfortunately if you're not willing to be a martyr <laughs> you understand no 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 i'm telling you it. of course you no no i'm not it. saying you can't no i'm not saying you can't but then your motivation would have to be that this is what you this is what you have accepted that your life is going to be because they are, they are going, the, the system is not going to change without a level of pushback and if you are and, between and people hearing this might say, Well, so let him come back home, come do it now. He just attack because he out there. No, I didn't know then. I know now. You understand? And again, this I'm not going to leave here and, and come and do that. Because again, you're there, you need to start building that sort of, you know, movement. You don't necessarily have to be again throwing bottle and stone. No, and it's I don't agree with that because you can you can you can you can do civil disobedience by not doing anything violent. Again, just challenging the law. You know what I mean? Just say simple, fuck you. And let the police say, hey, you know, and then you take the, the thing and then you challenge it constitutionally and you show where those things, you can set the precedent. Maybe somebody else hearing that might decide to do it, but research the law first, see if you have grounds. Lawyers in St. Kitts and Nevis know a lot of things, but they don't say it because one, Again, it keeps the status quo. It and does. two, they just, you know, nobody really cares on educating the, 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 the populace about certain because things. Because they don't see, they don't see, you see, and the problem, and that's They don't see the benefit. Exactly. Yes, they right. don't see the, the, the personal benefit mm -hmm. toward doing that. Like, if it was that yeah. it was in some incentive, like there's a whistleblower incentive in, um, in America where um, if, you, if you blow the whistle on a certain corporation and it leads to some, some federal in, you know, inquiry or mm -hmm. whatever, then you would get a certain amount of money. I think it's, yeah. it's a percentage of how much money they stole or how much money is to do with the, right, the, the transgression. Right, right. Um, right. In Sinkis, there's no such there's no such legislation. There's no such um, policy. Mm -hmm. There's no such framework. If I am well, well, politicians, they're not just going to get up. The lawmakers are not just going to get up and say, let me do this. Something has to happen for them to say, let's do it. But that's you the thing. I mean? A lot of things, but Jeff, with all due respect, a lot of things have occurred in past years 
even in my short lifetime, a lot of things that have happened that I thought should have incurred that sort of um, that sort of stipulation for transparency, should have incurred some sort of policy that would at least reward people who are willing to step up. Because look at it this way. If I step up against the current administration and say, I know this, 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 and I could prove this, 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 and this, and they get reelected, what is going to happen to me? You're am, an independent person who you work for. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. I'm an independent contractor. <laughs> I okay. work for everybody. Exactly. But look at it. Look at what I'm saying. I work for everybody. If there's a okay. hit, if there's, if, if from the top they're saying, do not work with this person, I'm going to be affected. It's not a case of like these independent, like TDC, all of them. All of them benefit well, can, from a good well, relationship. Well, you, can, you, you can do it. I'll have to leave. I am not against the government. I am against making certain changes. This is not about the, the individuals who are there. This is about yes. the policies that understood. have been around. But it will affect. I do can, understand, but it will affect. Say, you can, you, well, just say, listen, I understand you're upset, but these mm. are the changes I would like to see for my generation and the next generation to come. And so, therefore, it's not about you. So if your feelings are hurt, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm challenging a system that is that's not just understood. And I agree with you 100%, but I'm saying you have, to, you have to also calculate the repercussions of this. If there was a policy in place, it would be much, much easier, much more comfortable for people who have the information to come forward. They are not going to come forward with a certain level of information, a certain level of um, trans not transparency, but um, particulars. They're not going to come mm -hmm. forward with a certain because it's going to lead right back to them. What is in place to protect people who are willing to do the right thing, but are going to face the backlash of it? Their families are going to be affected. Their circles are going to be affected. They themselves would probably have no job or maybe lose their life. How? What is in place to protect them? And I think by now, with all that has transpired... No, no, nothing should be in place when you're actually making movements to change the betterment of society. Society for the betterment of you and your family and everybody else and the generations that come. So these, these are the hits. I mean, you think that Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey and whoever else set forth with certain things and decide, you know what I mean? Hey there's a certain kind of backlash and that's no you go out because these people believe in the convictions and they wanted to see these changes and so that's what you do you can't really think sorry but you can't really think about your family <laughs> you can't why and th this is where yeah, i say like it's tough and it, it sucks, it does. So, and and so, this is where I said so, earlier. This so, is where I said so, earlier. This so is where I said going, earlier. I'm going, I'm, this is where I said going. earlier. Earlier. Mm. It's a it's a certain a person has to come to grips with the reality of what they're about to do and think about it. Everybody wants a revolution, but by everybody ain't want a everybody doesn't want to be a revolutionary and live their life. It's a very uncomfortable, martyrish life when you are going to be the first one to step out. And there's no assurity that what you are going to do is going to affect the change in a, in a reasonable time frame, in your lifetime and all, that you want to see. Martin Luther well, King... You can't get it done. Uh -huh. Like every other martyr, every other individual who was championing for certain rights, Somebody else. there were also people behind of that individual. Indeed. So, Indeed. so instigate 
seek out individuals who are willing to be that martyr, and then you instigate them so you are the person behind them. You understand? Yeah. That sounds like a that sounds that sounds like a good strategic way to do it, but it also so sounds a little cowardly because what you're doing is you're finding that's people. That's nothing. So you're calling the people them who are behind that those movements cowards? No, there there will always be people who walk in the shadows. Always, everything. Indeed, I could see There'll that. Always be there. There will always be people who walk in the shadows. There, that, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There are people who think that, oh, well, he's the person behind. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Somebody has to be in the back. Yeah, sure. You understand? Somebody got to carry on, when, Wendy. When what, what it, sometimes there, the there's a saying, I think, is where you always see a great man, there's a, always a great woman next to him or something behind like that. Behind him, yeah. There's a great... Uh, behind him, yeah. right. So, so you either have people standing shoulder to shoulder with you, or you either have people supporting you from behind. So if you can't do it, again, you're doing all these shows, you're learning a lot of things, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You yourself learning things after your own. Um, and so therefore you find individuals who are willing to stand up and to do these things. You might even have certain lawyers who are willing able to... To, to challenge the system. And I feel like most of the liars, they don't do that. Most of the liars go away, get their pretty little degree and they come back and they just fit right into the system. They do. Even when Assimilate. they discover things and they say, wow, oh, this, this is, is the last, crazy, yeah. they don't challenge it. It's true. They don't challenge it. So that is what you need to do. You need to seek out these individuals. When you find these people, you know, you'd be a little manipulative and you know, what are you really so saying on the people of Shush? <laughs> well, of course. Yo, of listen. Course. You, you're like, of you're incriminating course. me. I don't, I, I'm going to say it, I don't manipulate a soul. Well, I'm not saying you do. <laughs> I'm saying here's an opportunity for you to do it. You know what I mean? Hopefully, individuals hear that, again, you're challenging the system legally the right way. I'm not suggesting individuals Check up bottle and stone yeah, and yeah. cling bottle and stone. I'm saying that again, in the constitution there are certain things that can be challenged that that runs against the grain of what occurs in society. Mm -hmm. They do it here, they do it every other way. True. You understand? Mm -hmm. I don't consider the Federation to be a third world country, it's a developing nation. So people have to start to act as if you know, you're We're actually developing, moving yeah. it's developing. So therefore, you change the laws to fit the society. Indeed. You know what I mean? It's true. It I goes agree. back to what I suggested earlier. Pay people twice a month, change taxes and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, you know, you could actually see those improvements as people start spending more. Practically, yeah. You know, when you, when you get paid once a month, you... The, the biggest time you see money moving in circulation is during that time. Yeah. After that first week, you don't pay all your bills, you don't drink all the beer you could drink. Slows to a crowd. You're back. You're, yeah, exactly. And you see it every month. Somebody you do work for people that are like, boy, you don't really have the money to pay right now, you know. Check me next week, no? Mm -hmm. uh, check me the end of the month. No, but if you get paid every two weeks, you know, is there any companies there that pay twice a month? Yeah, there are companies here that pay um, twice a month. They're private institutions. You, okay, so you know the people personally, right? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. mm. So you, you find that their spending habits is a little bit more freer than people who get paid monthly. Of course. Monthly. 
even even of entrepreneurs so is the same thing. So that is a testament, exactly. So that is a testament to why the government, the system itself, need to move away from that. Banks need to open later. You Why? understand? Banks should Listen. be closing at three o'clock. Banks should, uh, when they close two? They close two o'clock still. Right. I don't Banks know what open. system, and they don't open yes. on weekends. So it's and they like don't open on weekends. I think it's, it's so ridiculous. It to me is ridiculous because if you think about it, when do people work in in from Monday to Friday? When what what hours do they they occupy a job at? From from usually from eight to four or from nine to five. So to go to the bank. Within that time means you're going on your lunch hour, right? Mm-hmm. If the bank is full for any reason, you're going to be in there for your complete, your entire lunch hour. It's going to be dedicated at there just to go to the bank. Yeah, well, that's, banks still operate on slave time. That, that, that's and that's exactly much, what I was getting to. That plantation time. That plantation you know? time is ridiculous. Exactly. It's It's, it's awful. So, it would so, make so more sense for the bank to open later. Made, while the society has made incremental steps to, you know, like, finishing work at four or five. The banks still operate on that sort of colonial slave period or whenever that time. The slave is working. You know what I mean? Open the little piece of door you want. You know what I mean? And we close too. The bank is open. The bank is open for the slave master. That's when the bank is open. I don't even understand (laughs) why all the banks are still all bastard. Why you don't spread out the bank. Well, I, I, I'm, uh, going back to what, what we were talking about earlier, I'm for spreading out the island, spreading out. I mean, a place like Kayan is not um, most uh, readily stocked with other businesses. I mean, like, you you, you could speak to TDC, Hosfords, whoever they attend. It's, it's not a small branch here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Check it out. The last time I was in, in Zenki, um, traffic was ridiculous going to Bastia. Yeah, Why? It's, it's still terrible. Everybody driving into Bastia yes. because they have made Bastia this sort of, you know, metropolis that everybody has to depend on. I bet you if you put all the goods and services strategically around the island, certain places, let's say Kayan has a bank, two banks, hardware, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You could, you'll realize that the floor traffic is different. Yes, of course. And you'll find that people don't have, the, the hospital could stay in Molyneux. That's great. That's next door. So we depend on that. A fully, fully um, stocked, uh, integrated hospital that we could depend on. Mm-hmm. You understand? Police stations still are closed at nine o'clock. Yeah, some some police stations yes. still are closed. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe in police stations having what they call them barracks with police officers. No, that's an old thing from long time when they hardly had any vehicles, so police would sleep there. No, when you're done work, you go home. Up on the road. You, we need you to walk around in society and see things. You can't be hanging out by the police station. And Go. Then you 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 get sting. I mean, you done work. You done work. They have been. They have been some. They have been some some developments. So like National Bank has a branch in Sandy Point, which people rely on religiously. People from Sempers, not even Sempers, from Saddlers all the way around to Half Retreat. They bank. They do but most of the banking in but Sandy you Point. You, that's too far to drive. I'm sorry. Even though no way in saying it is really far, mm. there should be a branch. There was a branch. 
the, I think the branch got hit a couple of times and out of panic. No, you can't show. You, so stop the bank with the adequate security that they need and reopen the branch. Where they had a branch where? In, in um, Sadler's, I think. Yeah. They had a branch in Sadler's? Yeah, yeah. Damn, you're showing your age, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm young, dog. <laughs> yeah. um, there, there was a branch, I think National Bank, there was a branch in Sadler's. Mm. A long time ago. And, you know, I think it was hit a couple of times and because of that. They just closed it down? They closed it. But that's ridiculous. Stop the bank with the biggest guns you have. And Kill on sight for anybody. Kill on sight, dude. Any <laughs> Kill on sight, Jeffrey, really? <laughs> How do you mean? Oh, man, I, I don't think I could yeah, advocate I mean, for killing on sight. But if you, if, you, if you do have somebody, a security guard with a gun outside, is a, pre, a preventative measure for people to... This is not an easy target. Don't come here. Yeah, and, yeah. and also the bank needs to put this, um, this stuff in place to protect individuals from, like, for instance, double doors. Yeah, yeah. You come in, you know what I mean? They have to buzz you in. So they look at you. So you just can't run in. Mm -hmm. you and back out, and yeah. if you and if you get past the double door, two big Mac Eleven in there waiting for you. And <laughs> even if they catch you physically, they just shot you dead right in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, were you coming to rob poor people money for? You understand? I, I, I a think, public example. I think I would advocate. I would advocate more for the hospital having that kind of thing. You know, there's a lot of um, hits that happen at the hospital now. No, um, I don't. Yeah, but now you said even that when banks. And even the hospital, everywhere should be that has had that happen. Yeah. Should have that security. Should have that type of security. Individuals should shoot on sight when individuals try to um, perpetrate crimes and other people are uh, institutions. You understand? That should be the law. You know, the other day we had a, a situation. This is just something to share with you, but um, there was a robbery. That happened. A Chinese rest, a Chinese supermarket was robbed lately. I think it's last mm -hmm. week. Um, the people came in with, and um, they were just in army garb in camouflage. It was two guys. Um, they had guns. They were armed. They had on masks, and they came in and they robbed the place. They they, they don't seem like they were very prepared. They was caught on video. Um, they don't seem they're very prepared. They didn't have like a sack, you know, like something you walk with something chuddy money in. No, the man was stuffing it in the pants mm -hmm. and all these things. And somebody, I think, I, yeah, I think I, I think I saw that. Yeah. They were very, very, very um, inexperienced. Very inexperienced. Very like amateur. Yeah, they did some of the, They committed some of the most atrocious acts when you're going to rob. You're actually bending down on the ground to pick up to money. To pick up money. Oh the, man, I would have bust your skull right there. <laughs> you seem very violent, bro. But still, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying if, if you don't if do I that. don't have a weapon, if I don't have a weapon, mm -hmm. then. You know what I mean? It's no sense risking my life trying to grab anything, but... If you, you have a I weapon. Like, if you have a weapon... Bam, you're dead. The first thing is that you don't just grab and pull your weapon. You always wait for the perfect opportunity, like what the individual did. did yeah, when he went down and bend down crazy. to pick up the money. And, and all you have to do is just, you know, deal with him right there. But <laughs> for the Chinese... Uh, <laughs> I have many thoughts, but that's a different conversation. But all I was trying to come to say is that um, the other day I saw a screenshot. Somebody was sending around this. I don't know if it's it's confirmed. Um, I asked a few people. They said, yes, it's true. But they arrested somebody on charges for that robbery. And it was an army man. 
Now, the thing okay. is, what, what, how much mistakes could you make while robbing any place? You wear your uniform to rob the place? Say it wasn't oh, there, you were just really? in camouflage, you were in your actual uniform? Mm. That is... And that's bad too because the army should be properly trained. So that is what I'm saying. But not only that the army should be properly trained, but it reflects badly on the people who we are asking to keep us safe. So you, mm. you're asking you to keep, and you're, you're going around robbing people. Like, this, mm. it, it just shines a bad light. I mean, it only yeah. came up because we were talking about security and so on. Yeah, and, but you know. that go, they, they, they should also, they, they should also revoke that law now that um, you can't wear camouflage because, look, the individuals who you claim to be banning the camouflage, they wear their own camouflage, which is so stupid. That's no dumb. army has patent and, and camouflage clothing. You don't ban clothing. It, clothing don't, don't rob places. People you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, uh, exactly, right. So people it's, it's so ridiculous. I don't, and those laws, again, are reactionary laws because, okay, you have a couple of criminal elements running around, maybe in camouflage. No, that's not, that's ridiculous. You can't pass reactionary laws and, and, and societies like, like that. It's ridiculous. And is any kind of camouflage, eh? It's not yes, just like green. Yes. yes. Camouflage. It's if you got black and Again, white, and that tells you that ridiculous. They didn't, they didn't think they it through. Didn't sit and think it through. They went and just get up and just pass laws Do based that. on emotion. All right. So I mean? Jeff, quick question, and then just to, to get us to wrap it. Like what? So what? What we are our? No, we got. I don't got bring it back for marijuana last. That's a different. That's a different type. There's a. There's more than a cultural um, component to that conversation. There's also the business part of it, too, because there's mm -hmm. a, a significant... I mean, before, it was all like, okay, all of us are smoke marijuana, we should just make marijuana legal. But there are some serious right, right, implications, right, right. not just for the actual smoking, but the business section of it, the law part of it, um, who mm -hmm. is going to be the, right. the, the, the ones reaping the benefits of it. We, it might not be who we think it is when you do some serious interest, when you do some serious inspection. And and that's a conversation I think we should have for real. But again, I felt like not. you had more questions to ask me, too, but we didn't really get around. Not really. And I, I like I like the show like that too. But the last thing yeah. I just just to wrap it up, um, in terms of reparations, if if there were to be reparations, how would you structure it? If you had to be at the helm and you say, Hey, look, Jeff, you're the one who's gonna tell us how to do this. How do you how would you suggest to do it? Final thoughts. Um, well, of course, I think there are enough um, fact-finding missions. I think the CARICOM did something um, that Professor Hilary Beckles wrote a book on it. There's this lady by the name of Catherine Hall who compiled how the payout structure would be. Mm -hmm. um, if I were leading it, um, I guess... Again, I would look for more compensation in the sense of um, monies that were taken during the uh, reparations paid to the, the plantation owners who were paid twice. Mm -hmm. I, I would try to get back that money um, because I think it had to pay for the land again, again. twice. Yeah, they had to. Right. So I need that money back. Um. I think also I would disseminate lands to, like, oh, that's a tough one to, 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 
individuals uh, in the federation. Uh, I don't want to say like head of families or anything like that. There has to be some sort of structure for people to get land. Um, mm-hmm. I would look for trying to see how I could get my people to be educated through grants by the British government, the French government, because they were also responsible yes. for slavery in St. Kitts. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also look for the um, to, for debt, the country's debt to be wiped out, mostly from the British government. Um, we have to start on a new page. Um, I would also look to try to take the country into uh, republic status. We don't want to have anything to do with them because they don't support us. Mm. They have not made us a country where, okay, we are subjects so we could travel there and mm. live there. You know what I mean? They for make it very difficult, time. actually. No. Right. Um, that probably is is the most I could probably talk about right now. I, I mean, there are other Avenues. things that you can do. Um, I think down to as far as like uh, certain acts with shipping and whatnot. There's a whole bunch of laws that were structured after um, emancipation that kind of stagnated the growth of of um, of, of, the, of the colony. Exactly, it did. Mm-hmm. And I would I, I would have to go through a whole list of them. Of but course, those those are what I would start with Off because you know there were a lot of money that were lost. Um, and there's a lot of money that need to be paid to the government and the government has to disseminate that in something like educational bonds or something mm-hmm. based on that. How you could build generational wealth for all petitions and divisions would have to come through that structure yeah. itself. It would. Uh, yeah, because that's the most important, generational wealth. And, and for Britain to provide a sort of compensation package. Again, you'll have to do it. They'll have to do it to governmental assistance and they would have to disseminate that money accordingly. I don't believe in individual checks, as, as I would say, but there has to be something like, for instance, work something out with the banks. So yes. You get loans at yes. 0.0%. Exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Um, exactly. Give the people, um, a, the, the, at least give, give us the base by which we could build uh-huh. something. Because yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. one of the right. most fundamental difficulties in being part of a, col- a colony, yeah, being part of the diaspora in general, is accessing right, the right. funds to even start building anything. It's very difficult. Right. Uh, um, I don't know about... Um, I, I can't... I don't know about the actual figure. Again that there will have to be something like for the period of time that they were in the Federation starting from 1623 to 1834. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, again, we have to sit and tabulate that. But that will be the thing. So, one, building generational wealth, wiping off the debt of the Federation, providing educational loans, uh, not loans, but some sort of grants, because we don't need to pay back anything when it comes to educating people in the population. Indeed. I don't believe in, 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 in that from the British government. 
So you don't want loans and that. You need grants. Grants, yeah. You understand? And scholarships. Um, straight up. And scholarships. Provide sort of, you know, for, for one, um, independent uh, business loans at the lowest percentage ever for individuals who are trying to open businesses and there should be something that's structured for individuals to choose from for what type of businesses they can they do. Because yeah. technology, technology is one that, you know what I mean, like I think the federation should really start exploring more. Yeah, understand? Agreed. Like, um, I even think that, you know, like maybe should go back on that sort of, um, what do you call it, uh, what do you call that banking system again? Um, offshore banking. Offshore. They're still doing it. And, and they're still doing it? Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah, ramp sure. it up even more. Challenge the United States. Tell Bye. them, this, this is how we have to chart the path for our country. By um, the the US, I, the US and the EU, saw, by you understand how, how much pressure is coming down from those, from them. They're, they're not very happy about the offshore banking because, of course, the rich people or the richest members of society okay. use it to, to ignore taxes and so on, bypass taxes. Yeah, exactly. So Shell so, companies, them so kind of things. So they're not going to be in favor of that. We cannot lead any country in the Caribbean like, like children. And people, countries in the Caribbean need to stand up and challenge them more. Tell them what kind of laws I'm sure they could probably institute to pigeonhole these countries. Yeah, but then CARICOM should be a big body to tell them, yo, if anything, you stop them from coming in the region. You, you, they can't. Okay, so here's the, here's the proper segue that I could say. This is why you need to establish ties with Africa. Mm. Because what is Europe doing? Uh, what is America doing? That if they stop us from, like, maybe shipping lines or whatnot. You could, Africa has all the Them things, the things yeah. that we need. Yeah. If they decide to, to stop us, if you, you do that, CARICOM could decide, okay, well, we're going to build a manufacturing plant in, in Africa and we do this or we do that. Yeah, they cannot, the system what they set up has made the Caribbean very dependent upon them. Yes, it has. And if you actually tell them, kiss my ass, Mm -hmm. We're doing it this way. They cannot do anything to stop us. Why are you worried about visas? Oh, people might say, okay, well, he's comfortable in the state, so that's why. But yeah, but still. But there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of things they could do to make it uncomfortable, but I don't think we're supposed to have just one deck of cards. I think just dealing with exactly, the United States exactly, is not exactly. working. But you see the problem, you know what the problem is? You know what the problem is, Jeff, a lot of the times, and even, I mean, this is a different conversation altogether. We probably have it a different time, but... In terms of acquiring money, in terms of having like a financial injection, one of the most attractive people right now is China. Like who? China. China, the Chinese. Yeah, the, China has a role to play. play um, but China is one of the most attractive because China has yes. some of the best, most attractive loans, their low interest and so on. But they, 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 they tend to do predatory lending. So if China is like, we're going to give you a billion dollars if that's what you want. You could pay it over the next um, 10, 15 years, but you have to pay this amount every year, whatever the case. They know that the, com the countries know that it's a fallacy, that they can't do it. They will not be able to pay mm -hmm. up this money. But they take it anyway because, yes, again, and, the money and, is free. And some of them still take it, yeah. They still it take it. Comes with, it comes with the best resource that China has, eh? Yes. 
It does. You, you know what that is? Manpo. Of course. When China <laughs> decide they're going to give you a billion dollars, they're sending about 50,000 people along exactly. with it. Exactly. To and do then, the work. And then you start you start creating little Chinatowns all over exactly. the world. Exactly. It's, it's actually designed. The Chinese it's, designed a plan. They have so much people they want to get rid of them. Exactly. It's a, it's a brilliant system. It's a brilliant system mm -hmm. because the main contractor is China. They're going to provide mm -hmm. the, not just the manpower, they're going to also push their products. They're going to push their, um, mm -hmm. their equipment. And when you can't pay it back, whatever they built, they, they, they keep it, they just take it on a lease for the next 100 years and that's the end of that. Right. You, you and, see what and, I mean? Like, that's why, that why yeah, I'm not saying don't take from the Chinese. But you got to be very careful of what you take you from the Chinese. Be, yeah, yeah. So you, you actually have to certain things in place to stop them from doing all of that predatory lending and pushing the people on your country. On your country. You know what I mean? Because remember, they yeah. could last, they could play the long game and you can't win. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, Jeff, man, thanks mm -hmm. a lot, man. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I think we got like about six yes, more conversations to have. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> the, definitely. The next one definitely. might, the next one going to be on weed for sure. And marijuana. Ah, <laughs> that going to be an arrivada. Uh, we got to express my thoughts on that. But really, thanks a lot for have, for being on the show. I really appreciated the conversation. Yeah, thanks and a lot for having me. Uh, I think a lot and of... to your listening audience, all the views and thoughts of my opinions are not... <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of them, I mean, you can look them up for yourself. I, 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 I think I'm close to factual as possible. But mainly is my opinion. If I'm wrong, then, you know, call me out and... Indeed. All right. But I appreciate it. But guys, as usual, uh, thank you for listening to Objectively Incorrect. I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. Um, and as usual, peace. No gang signs. <laughs>